You must be 18 or older to listen to this podcast. When I snap my fingers, I want you to sit down on this big fucking tent pole, and I want you to sit down all the way. Matt and Ouija. No hesitation. You get that thing lined up with that butthole, and you sit straight down all the way. That's right. It's time for the big gay sex show with the two big studs themselves. You know what I want. Now give it to me. Give it to them, guys. And here now they are. Matt and Ouija. Sit. You just sit all the way fucking down on it. Oh, for fuck's sake. Sit. Oh, pizza baby, you're so missed. And it's good to hear her still say that we are studs. Because guess what? That's an old recording. Good old That was our second intro, I think. She made it for us. I made the original, which I liked, but then she made that one. And it's so good that we just kept it. Yep. Good old pizza, babe. Yep. Oh, our Freak Network mommy. Oh, I do miss the Freak Network. I do, too. a lot. Yep. Because we were... Especially at that time, we were the freaks. That's true. Oh, and uh, remember when we did the um, the uh, April Fool's thing, where we switched everybody, all the podcasters switched shows, and so we recorded shows like we were the other people, and then they posted it in their feed, and so the listeners were like, "What?" <laughs> That was really fun. I miss the networks. I know. I miss those days where it was just, like, so underground and so, like, we could just do whatever the fuck we wanted. Exactly. And, you know, the voices were original. Uh Uh-huh. The views were original. Yeah. And now we've got to be all... We've got... Not only do we have to be politically correct, not that we weren't really kind of in line with that anyway. Yeah, yeah. Our own beliefs, mm -hmm. but... We just, like, we could just go completely off the wall saying some wacko bullshit or having, like, a real conversation without any, you know, like, barriers. Yeah, fear and, of, like, you know, somebody being completely injured. Yeah, but now it's, like, all the, you know, we have to, we can't say, you know, we can't, like, put certain things on our titles. We can't use certain photos. We have to, we have to comply to all these rules and shit like mm-hmm. that now so yeah oh well womp womp anyway welcome to the big gay sex show that daddy hears the twice a month podcast that tells you oh fuck everything you ever wanted to know about gay sex and everything you still really honestly don't want to folks because you're like no please god don't go there <laughs> don't tell me about felching guess what we're oh, felching yeah. you we are going to felch that ass we're going to felch every bubble out of that. So that's another oh, thing. Okay, okay so... <laughs> almost got me sick. So there's a... <laughs> that's okay. That's a, that's what I wanted, right? Uh-huh. So, uh, so there's this guy, and we both know him. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So we knew him, like, maybe, say, ten years ago, right? Uh-huh. And he was just, like, your average kind of hot, thin, bear guy, mm-hmm. right? 
and wait, I, you just said you just said an oxymoron, hot thin bear guy. Do you mean like an otter? Oh, okay, wait, no, yeah, yeah. Right. He was he was an he was a, an otter, All right. and um, he had like this nice beard, and I mean, he was just like somebody that you're you're all like, oh, I would love to suck that dick, you know? I mean, he was just like, and maybe cuddle him afterward for a mm. little bit, um, and so we knew him then, and then he went through this phase where he decided, I don't know whether it was a midlife crisis or what, hmm. but he turned into like, uh, he started fucking everything that moved, he started bulking up, he did a bunch of body augmentation, and uh, he turned into like this total, like everything was about his body and sex, and uh it, it just got kind of out of control to the point where, like, not only... He, he went from, like, liking, like, on whatever he was on to help him bulk up. Because I think he was on something to help him bulk up. Oh. Um, it, it, it shot his, his sex drive into being, like, uber pig to where, like, he wants to, like, rim rosebud holes and, like... The, the thing that makes him pop is, like, seeing, like, ginormous amounts of cum, like, shooting out and, uh, you know, after they've been, after somebody's been bred and just, like, all sorts of stuff that to us it's, like, it may kind of be hot in the moment, but then you're, like, oh, stop, stop the video, stop. You stop, know? drop, and roll. But it became, like, uber hot to him. Mm -hmm. And so I, I just... I don't know. It's like, does being on that type of whatever he might be on? So, uh, so the person uh, we're talking about, these you know, listeners obviously wouldn't know who this person is. No, but um, mm -mm. so this person is started taking uh, lots of testosterone um, as a re testosterone replacement, which is not a big thing because a lot of guys need that as time I goes on. I wasn't sure if it was actually roids. Um, well, and and one of the first steps to um, steroids oh, okay. is that you have to be on testosterone uh, therapy. Oh, okay. So that's like that. the testosterone therapy is kind of seen as the latest gateway drug to mm -hmm. steroids. Um, steroids now are a little cleaner, supposedly. Now, all this is, this is uh, secondhand news. Um, I, I haven't done my full homework on, you know, what's safe and what's not. So I am not a medical professional. Um, <laughs> So don't take, you know, this is like medical advice because it's not. Right. But um, from what I understand um, about the scenario is, so this person is, you know, doing uh, testosterone and then steroids. Now, steroids are safer supposedly nowadays than they were, but still, you're setting your body up to a standard that you can't maintain on your own. I'm just saying that if you're thinking about going this route, I understand testosterone replacement therapy. That is very legit. Uh, steroids, on the other hand, please ask multiple sources, including your doctor. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. But, but anyways, yeah, I'm sorry. I, no, what I was saying. just wondering whether, how much of, and believe me, everything that I just said was not to knock this person down. No, he's not judging. At we're all. Just, uh, we're, as we age, right. as we age as gay men, mm. and we're still, you know, kind of held to a, a body standard, mm -hmm. you know, um, and a lot of men will do anything, especially when you get in midlife, to 
reattain or aspire or or transcend into Uber Daddy. Mm-hmm. You know that's cool too. But my question was, how much of of that affects you your mentally. sexual well your sexuality mm-hmm. as far as the things that you like? Do you end up becoming more of like a a, a, a I don't know what do you somebody that like aggressor aggressive? Yeah, like I because like for me, I'm sorry. I, I, I'm I don't knock you if you want to get you know a, a traffic cone up your ass and then show your rosebud to everybody. That's totally your thing. I'll support you as long as you're not hurting yourself. Totally support you with that. Yeah. But I don't want to see will it even because, bring the traffic cone. Well, no, I it, no, I don't even. We have can those stop anymore. at a Caltrans, you know, area and grab a traffic cone for the poor. <laughs> You'd just be like driving by and swoop one up, and they're like, <laughs> "Oh my god, I'm saying sorry, somebody needs it." Um, but like. It's just not my thing to watch, uh, right? But it seems like, you know, but does, does like, if I was, like, on all that and I was, like, uber pumped up on the testosterone steps, would I suddenly be like, oh, yeah, show me that fucking rosebud, man? Yeah, you'd be watching prison porn and all kinds of stuff. Oh, well, I already do that. But, uh, you know, <laughs> but seriously, I just, I'm wondering how much of that, like kind of boosts up our uh, animal, our, our animal want, you know. Oh, wanna, yeah, I think uh, I, it, it does. I, it does because um, you know what it's doing is it's doling some senses. They're probably sitting there saying, "Okay, maybe I shouldn't work out so hard because I might injure myself," and mm. they injure themselves. You know what I mean? Okay. So I mean, it, it does you know some things you know tricky to your mind. So keep that in mind too. If you do end up going for steroids, don't push it at the gym. Know your limits. Because, yeah. you know, you will injure yourself and you will end up, you know, having to get surgeries for it, which will, you know, be a whole other setback and not comfortable at all. Yeah. So, anyway, if any of our listeners are, are have used any of this or anything, please feel free to write in. We'd, we'd like to know. Yeah, yeah. No, and and, and any time, you know, go ahead and, you know, put subject title, you both are dumbasses. That, that, <laughs> that you know. So, if any time that you, you feel that you know, our advice is, like, way off base, feel free to go ahead and say, yeah, Look I mean, dumbass. the whole thing is creating discussion. So if you don't agree with something we say, or you know, have experienced opposite of something that we might mm-hmm. question, please write oh, in. Oh yeah, and start Matthew's so open to it. Uh, I wouldn't say that. I mean, I might read the, the email at the first part and be like, "Oh, this bitch." Mm-hmm. <laughs> but still, we would like to have open discussion about things. So please. yes. Because, yeah. yeah, we don't have a, a closed thing. We have an open thing. Uh-huh. Oh, holla! Yeah, well, so does he now. Uh, anyway, I'm Matt. And I'm Ouija. The po- proudest. proudest finger poker in all prostate land. There you go. Wow. That's wonderful. It's more tame. For it you. is. Yeah. A quick reminder that Patreon offers listeners a way to support creators like us. And receive rewards not open to the general public. Like dirty audio clips, Patreon-only videos, vintage podcast archive access, naughty photos of Matthew and his dog, <laughs> and more. Hey, that's disgusting. <laughs> Not together. No. Kaya's going to be, like, you know, laying back on a lounge. <laughs> well, she kind of does that when she's not running around biting people's If you want to become a patron of the show for as little as $1 a month, You're weird. just go over to patreon.com forward slash BGSS. Wow. We want to thank our current patrons and our newest patrons. 
Yes. We don't have any newest patrons yet, except the one for last show. But thank Which is you. Jeffrey. Thank you. thank you, Jeffrey. And Jeffrey, I want to know more about your last name. <laughs> Do you come from where my other people come from? Uh, are you one of me? Uh-oh. That's scary. Legion. Uh, we, we are many. Do we need more of those? All right. Uh, and uh, we'd like to, of course, thank, uh, thank and uh, welcome our new Twitter, Instagram, and Reddit followers. We've actually gotten a lot of Twitter followers lately, hmm. so... That's pretty awesome. People love the Twitters. Yes. And, oh, actually, we've gotten yes, some new Instagram. Uh, I need to post more stuff over there, though. Instagram. Yeah. So, anyway, let's see here. Uh, we want to give a huge shout-out, and don't forget that uh, uh, Desert Heat Magazine, the April 2022 issue, is out. And they have their cover mark, uh, their cover model Marcus over there, who is a big dick toddy. Big dick toddy. And some other great stories, and you can go check them out and download a free copy of the magazine at DesertHeatMag.com. And trust me, it is definitely, definitely worth it. Yes, Desert Heat Magazine also stands for Desert Heat Masturbation. But um, <laughs> also true. another um, another announcement as well. Remember that May first is Maypole Day. So if you'd like a pole to dance around, please find one. And you can't... Everyone can oh. dance around a maple. Maypole, not maple. All these years I thought you, it was like maple syrup day. Well, Matthew's running to the donut <laughs> shop to say, Hey, can I get some of those maple uh, maple bars? No, and they're like, Sir, that. it's maypole day. Yeah. And they're like, come back here and dance around I this pole, I just thought bitch. it was like the Canadian pronunciation of maypole. May, oh my! Are you are you serious right now? You're a dork. Okay, I'm not totally. Oh, okay, serious. good. Okay, <laughs> God, you had me scared. I was like, wow, he is yeah. losing it. But see, you're gullible enough to believe. Uh, exactly, me. I'm gullible enough. Gullible enough to care, yeah. folks. <laughs> gullible travel. Uh, anyway, Please proceed. Also, we want to give a huge shout out to Taylor Imagined uh, and Taylor go check Mitch. out his. Uh, okay, you know what. <laughs> I will retire that joke soon. Oh, I love you, Taylor. Soon, Taylor, DM. you are loved. Yes. I love you. Um, and that is, and also check out his Fansley at fansley.com slash Taylor and Matt. And that's F-A-N-S-L-Y dot com. Yes. Yes, Queen. Fansly. I always thought it was Fansly. Oh. Hey, you, it will still get you there. Yeah. Fansly. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Hey, so I brought up. Oh uh, no! Is this another one of your straight yeah, ones? Yeah. No, no. This isn't oh, okay. a straight Thank one. Jesus. It's just. It's just one of those cheesy things, and I. I well, thought I'd pull it so that we could uh, weigh in on. Matthew your... likes to pull these things, uh, and usually, eventually, they squirt in his face. And, and I'm weedy, and way. I like to diss everything because <laughs> I don't do anything when it comes to putting together the show. Anyway, hey, yes, I do. But I like to bitch I've got about stuff it on my all. Phone. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Are you done? Uh, Can we actually do this? All right. Hey, tips for tops. Oh. Number one, and most importantly, be proud of your tool. You don't need to be XXL and thicker than a baguette to be an excellent top. Do you agree? I totally agree. All penises are pretty awesome. That's true. You can always do something. I mean, like, I'm not even, like, you know, I'm, I'm horrible going down on dudes. But if you got a smaller penis, guess what? I'm more likely to go down on you. Mm-hmm. Yep. Just and like then the fuck sun. your butt. Holla! I let your son go down on me. <laughs> Look, Elton John. Keep going. What's next? Uh, 
Whatever, bitch. As I would have said, I agree with this. We oh, I care agree with this. Things. Yes. Who cares? Yes, queen. All right, number two, don't skip the foreplay unless you're Ouija and you won't suck a dick. I, well, I, I will if I'm asked. Mm-hmm. See, usually I just fuck and I, I, I that's what I live for. So I'll fuck machine. I'm fuck, fuck, fuck machine. I be in your back. Me and Dolph Lundgren, we will fuck you. <laughs> oh, he used to be so hot. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so, yeah. So, don't skip the foreplay. How much foreplay do you usually have with your... Uh, like a, Just say a standard one, not your specialized bitches uh, that you're, like, in and out. Well, you, you gotta, you know... That's what you should do. You should be like, I'm in and out with my tricks, and then like leave a little biblical saying on there written on their butt. <laughs> when you leave. That would be awesome. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just usually see. there's like a good five minutes of foreplay or something. Yeah? Yeah, because I mean, you want to get in, get out, and get ahead, folks. Oh. This is a busy, busy world. But see, the thing is, with foreplay, you get ahead, then you get in and get out. No, see, I, I, I really love it when they're just like freaking on their knees hole is like up and going mm-hmm. and you could walk in now do you think to, do you think or, this could be because you have intimacy issues yes no 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 it's like no because i have i've been ruined by porn i'm gonna billy eilish porn <laughs> has taught me that you get in uh, you put it in you pump uh-huh. you dump and you go but don't like dump Boom, boom. You just, you dumped the load. And then you go. <laughs> I don't want somebody to come back. They're like, you said yeah. to go ahead and you pump and then take a dump. Right. And then go. That's no, great. don't yeah. dump at their house. Yeah. Nobody likes that. I don't have enough testosterone for that. Exactly. If, if yeah. Even if you're a top, do not poop in their house. No. That's just rude. Just rude. No. But I, I just, you know, the, that's the thing, though, is that, like, the foreplay is a very intimate thing to me. You know, I mean, I we all watch the old porn movies where it is, it was always the same way. You started out with a couple, a, a little bit of fondling, then a little bit of kissing. One person went down on the other, then the other person went down on that one, and then the other one ate the butt, and then the other one ate the butt, and then the t- and then you finally you stuck it in. You did your deed. You did five different positions. You finally came, usually on the face or on the chest. Because you had to have the money shot, and then you left. Well, and guess what, folks? We are no longer in seventies porn. Oh, that was seventies. Seventies was hot. But see, one of the things that I don't like about some porn now, and I've, I've seen it quite recently too, is that it they'll have a twenty-minute video, and fifteen minutes of it is just like. Kissing and, and fondling, and yeah, until you get up to the point, and then it's like two to three minutes of actual fucking. That's my sex life. But and and then of course the <laughs> yeah, but the seventeen minutes beforehand, I could, I don't I just need, cut that out. You know, you could edit that shit down. You know, and and <laughs> and by the way, I also don't need to see a seventeen minute video where it's three minutes of fucking after somebody finally got it up enough to marshmallow in. Now I ain't knocking that in real life you do what you need to do it's all good but when it's in porn when I am paying five bucks to see this shit or something like that I don't want to see 17 minutes of trying to get it hard enough to get in ah yes you You can cut that shit down and I'm saying there's other stuff you could do in the meantime to make it hot other Mm. than just 
like the bottom sitting there like come on come on I could fuck you. Are you still back there? Yeah. Are you, what are you doing? Right. So let's go ahead and read the tips for the tops. Number uh, two, okay. don't skip foreplay. Some tough tops tend to think foreplay is a one-way street. That would be weak. Huge mistake. Tops can suck dick, too. That's true. Foreplay is also a great way to turn on your partner before descending gradually to the favorite area. Yep, you're going to need to prep the area. Oh, dear. A crucial step, especially if you are well hung. Oh, my. Play around with your fingers. Don't forget to trim those nails, boys. Or use a sex toy. And use all the agility of your tongue, too. Mm-hmm. Now, number three, knock before entering. That's stupid. <laughs> Who wants to knock for enter? You just gotta bust that door down, boys. We can't believe we find ourselves saying this, but uh, go easy when you penetrate your partner. See, that's one of the things that I always get, like, when they when you, they make it some of these porn where you, you're just like, you see the guy, he's down on his knees, he's just feeling him up, giving him a little fingering at the door, and then the next thing you know, he's just oh, all the way in, and, and you just see the top, like the cartoons. Remember the cartoons where somebody would get something from behind? Like, I don't know, a poker or something. And their eyes would just go boing. That's what I imagine. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, I... The top doing yeah. or the bottom doing. But, yeah. No, that's 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 true. Uh, number four, be a chameleon. What's that about? <clears throat> well, apparently it's about uh, Victoria Rippner Wigoff. Uh, sometimes it's hard to be up for it. Sometimes he's romantic. Sometimes... He's a dom-top daddy, sometimes in docile mode. A great top must stay in tune with his partner and always pays attention to what's getting his partner off. I think that's too much work for most tops. If you also stay in your comfort zone... (coughs) Dang it. Well, what a snooze. Alternate your pace. Sometimes slow, sometimes fast, and add some fiery kisses to that thrust. Damn it. Do you do that? Yeah, yeah, no, you should always, like, you should always switch it up. Yeah? Go slow, fast, slow, fast, and then mm-hmm. 15 seconds later, you're done. <laughs> yeah. Always observe your bottom and see what's working. Don't forget to change positions along the way, and then Matthew scrolls up. That's right, I did. He's cutting it off. That's right. Rude. And n- number five, handle setbacks. Now you better read that. Going soft can be a top's worst nightmare. Instead of panicking, handle the situation. If your engine takes time to start, don't quit the race. Go back to the foreplay and use everything at your disposal to get it going again. And I am totally in agreement with that. Just remember, when you make a video of it and put it out on the internet, just chop out the middle part. (laughs) Chop out the marshmallow. Yeah. So, uh, anyway. And then... uh, yeah, it's all good. So who who usually when you're when you're mailing seven things I learned working as a gay webcam model. Hmm. We might have to save that for later. Uh, so when you're when you're going at it with someone, shall we say, um, who comes first? The chicken or the egg? Do you come first, or do you make your bottom come first? Um. Or is it kind of just subjective to who you're with? Well, I'm usually a multiple shooter, so usually what I would do... See, that's what I find amazing, folks. There's a lot of people actually uh, 
Well, of course there are a lot of people, but I find it amazing that, you know. Um, so I, I, I best practice in my case mm-hmm. is I pump one in you. And then, you know, I'm nice to you and let you get off, and then I go again. Mm-hmm. Unless you're one of those people that can't get off. I mean, w- once you get off, you can't... Keep going. Can't take a take a dick in the bee, yeah. you know, in the bussy. And I bussy. remember that being something that, um, that I read an article about when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Like, once you pop, it sometimes gets harder for you to still take it. Take it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's like the desire isn't quite amplified like it was, so yeah. your your pain receptors are a little more like ah, you know, yeah. leave me alone, get out of me, you right. know. Um, but then there's other guys that are like, no, keep going, keep going. Yeah. Um, so it all depends on your partner for that one. So I mean, if you're a multiple, mm-hmm. you know, you might want to get a couple out before you, you get them to pop. Right. Um, if you're just you know, um, if you're a frot- frotage mm-hmm. uh, individuals, then you probably want to try to do it simultaneously. Now, some of the best times I've had, we were able to, you know, be in unison mm-hmm. and come together. Oh, right now, so come together, <laughs> right, right now. now, in your butt. Anyway, so. so, um, so, anyways, yes, oh. that was a, a, an awesome article this time. Usually, usually, Matthew like finds these like ones they are like you know, um, Uncosmopolitan magazine, uh-huh, uh-huh, and it's like uh-huh. how uh-huh. how to uh, how do you, how do you how do you like your pussy? Do you like it puffy? Uh-huh, uh-huh, do you like it you uh-huh. know delicious? Yeah, and and you know what? There's sometimes that Ouija doesn't do anything, which is usually most of the things that I end up you know finding things because you don't bring anything. I brought something today. Oh, did you? So, folks, it is time for Mary Fuck Kill. Oh. The one thing he does. Picks three names. Ex- All right. Exactly. And three pictures. Oh, I like pictures. Okay. Do you like so, picture books? <laughs> Mary. One, two, or three. Two. Fuck. One or three. One. Kill. Three, obviously. Yeah. Okay. Well, you marry Joe Rogan. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I hope it's in California where I can get community property divorce. <laughs> you. Fuck. Seth Rogan. <laughs> I always I thought he was adorable. Yeah. Um, and then you kill James Franco. <laughs> These days? Aw, poor James. Favor. I wonder what he's doing nowadays, that poor dear. I don't know. Ain't movies. Just mm. saying. Poor James. Porch. Wait. It's not poor James. Oh no, they cancel him? Is he cancelled? <laughs> pretty sure. Oh, yeah. oh shit. Well yeah. then yeah, so he, he, he killed him and cancelled him, folks. Well, yeah. Franco's been cancelled. Oh well. Mwah. So that's all And what do we have bad. to say about this cancel culture? We folks? Oh god, that is a whole <laughs> no, 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 whole no, no. can of worms that's no, not let's, for us. Let's not do it. That's, yeah. that's not our place. Okay. That's not what, what we're about. But what we are about is doing a thirst wreck, and we're going to recommend Wolfman XXX. So, and if you're looking him up on Twitter, uh-huh. it's at Wolfman with two N's, M A N N, M A N N. And then XXX, but you better put the at Wolfman, another N, and then XXX, um, all in, in order to find him. Cool. And uh, he is an exclusive model with TMX Club. Uh, He has 518 
thousand followers, uh, and his uh, he has an a EuropeOnlyFans.com uh, slash Kurt Adam XXX, which you can find on his Twitter. Um, anyway, uh, he really reminds me of a Jeff Stryker. Like a young. Yeah, like if built. Jeff Stryker had a son who was gay and fucking everything. And lived at the gym, because this guy is like so, oh, he's so striated with muscle. But um, just because Jeff Stryker was, a- was actually pretty vanilla mm. with the stuff he did, whether it was like the kind of crossover where he tried to be straight for a while, or whether it was, you know, just his all out gay stuff, he was very vanilla in everything. Wait. Um, so yeah. Anyway, do you see the the, the striker resemblance that I'm talking about? Oh, very much. Yeah, he's got that pretty boy brown yeah. hair. But he's almost got that kind of like Elvis sneer mm. look kind of thing going on. So. Well, so did uh, yeah, striker. Yeah. Anyway, uh, he's he's also a real good fuck. Now he fucks mostly um, mostly kind of twinks, but you know what? <laughs> give him a give him a. And I'm talking I'm talking like. Uh, the real femme kind of yeah, fem, uh, younger femme guys. Yeah. So, but if he's worth checking out, so go check him out. He's a very pretty man, yeah. Right. Uh, we talked about them. So the only other, the other thing I was going to wreck, and this isn't necessarily a, 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 a wreck for like a thirst thing, but it's more of a. Have you heard of Animan Studios? No. Now, you may not have heard of them, but I'm sure you've probably Anime. seen some of their uh, cartoon. Where it is, it, their main one was from a few years ago. Where it was, uh, you know, mom and daughter are going on a trip with their friends, so they're all out of the house. So dad and son are staying home, and the son walks into the like the the bedroom and sees his dad all naked and everything, and his and there the cartoons. See if it has a one here. No. So their cartoons are the ones where. It, it like he has a great big shoulders and then a tiny waist and then like this boom ass and it's always like really full of hair. Boom. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Okay. So anyway, so then they do the whole you know like son bang the hell out of dad scene mm-hmm. and then dad ends it and then like the mailman ends up seeing it so the mailman comes in and bangs dad mm-hmm. and then the milkman sees it and the milkman comes in and re- well anyway. They've moved on to, like, they have um, a coach, uh, a one where it's a coach one in a locker room. They have beach one. They go to, the, the the guy goes to a party, and he's done, and then all the women are pissed off because all their husbands are fucking him. I mean, there's just, like, this whole thing. Well, Animan went from being, like, this one or two little scene thing in the original to now they're really fucking popular and they just all of a sudden exploded, huh. and they're doing all sorts of scenes and work and stuff like huh. that. So um, they're Check worth out. checking out, and Anime. you can you can find actually their site at Mister Anna A N I M A N Studios dot com slash. Well, just go there, and you'll find all their stuff. But um, and then you can also look up gay cartoons or Animan Studios on the Twitterses. And um, it's just fun. It's just if you like cartoons, if you like silliness, because the whole thing is it's very silly, tongue-in-cheek, it's a joke, but it's also kind of hot if you like like... cartoon stuff. Mm -hmm. Which every once in a while, 
you know, I like yeah. the whole cartoon as a as a way to freshen it up. Anyway. Freshen. Freshen. All right. So we did get one blister feedback here, and this one comes from, uh, you know what? I'm just going to say B, because I don't know if he wanted us to use his name or not, but B, and it comes from our Instagram, <clears throat> and he writes, Hey, my guys, sending you a fond hello from New England. I found you guys earlier this year and have enjoyed your fun podcasts. Recently single after a 15-year relationship. Wow. I I know, right? I am re-entering the LGBT community in my late 40s, male, and have the time and having the time of my life. I have to admit your podcasts are a component of me reconnecting with myself at this time of my life and our LGBTQQIAA blah blah culture. <laughs> Uh, love your show. Thank you. Uh, love your message. And uh, so love all your picks. That'd be your picks. Eh. Yeah. And uh, let's see. Keep sharing the love and fun in all the ways you do rock on, my brothers. And so thank you for that. Thank you, B. We- I love your clam chowder. <laughs> really- clam chowder is the best. Yeah. But I'd like to stick I'm- my tongue in that clam chowder. Wow. Mm. What? Aren't That's... you afraid you might find a starfish? Well, I hope they don't put starfish in clam chowder. Yeah. Uh, and it, it's kind of funny. Uh, don't you think it's uh, kind of funny? Because we got that awesome message from Brian. Uh, but a couple weeks ago, we got... Oh, you just named him. Oh, well. B! I said B! <laughs> anyway, anyway uh, but we did get a message that actually is kind of similar to this that was kind of oh. asking some advice. Oh. Um, but that... Anyway, we'll see. Uh, I'll let you take this. Guys, please do not use my name. Okay, your name is now Stan. <laughs> I am a widow. Oh. And I found your show, and it has helped me with deciding to date again. After 20 years with the same wonderful man... And three years in mourning, where I couldn't even think about being with anyone else. We met young and expected to grow old together. I am now in my late 40s, and allowing my straight friends to set me up with a blind date with their gay friends, who they just know I will love. Only the city we live in is rather small, and so far, the five guys I have gone out with are guys who knew or knew of my late husband from the community. He was somewhat of a controversial figure in our town, and I spent several dates defending him and finally just walked out of the last date, to which my friends got the report that I was arrogant and rude. My friends think I have unreal expectations. I don't want to do online dating and am starting to think that I will always hold others up to the high bar my late husband said, "Thoughts. Well, I have many thoughts. Mm-hmm. So, much like on our last show, we kind of gave um, some advice to get involved with something. Get involved with something. Um, mm-hmm. Also, it, it works for this one as well. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, maybe getting set up by your straight friends isn't always the best idea. And I've been through this many times uh, with you know straight friends who." happen to meet their florist or their hairstylist and hey oh my gosh he's so funny you're gonna love him well uh you do and that's good yeah um yeah but 
No, we don't. I, I honestly would discourage, you know, friends setting people up. Now, throw a dinner party or a party. Right. And then introduce the people there. With yeah. no no expectations. You know, um, if they both think they're cute, I'm sure that they'll tell the person that invited them that, hey, who's that, you know, Steven guy? He was, he was hot, you mm-hmm. know? Um, so I would uh, err on the side of don't let your friends set you up with anybody. And that goes for gay friends, too. Exactly. Yes, because just because they want to have sex with them doesn't yeah. mean you're going to want to uh, have sex with them. Uh, but because of your predicament, and, and especially with having a controversial you know, late husband, um, yeah, that, that does happen. And you do end up having to... I My ex-husband uh, was quite something and uh, left me with quite something um, as far as just the reputation of being married to him. Um, and he was not, not loved by all. Mm-hmm. And so I do understand that, you know, having a controversial husband or ex, well, in your case, late husband, um, you know, can, can be a little bit of a, a cloud that you got to kind of overcome. And in saying that, I would suggest that you find other aspects of the community that you haven't necessarily been around or that might not have known your late husband. Um, just try to get back into, you know, like I said on the last show. Use a meetup group. Go to see movies with a gang of people. Um, go, you know, volunteer at your local gay sporting event, or you know, get involved with your you know gay sporting event, or a film festival, or you know. Yeah. And it said you're from a smaller city, so I can imagine that. Yeah, it's probably a lot of you know one degree of separation, two degree of separation, um, in your community is much like ours, the one that we have as well. Uh, most people know each other in some way, shape, mm-hmm. or form. I'm sure that not everybody's going to hold you to the same, you know, um, shadow that you live, you know, lived with. So, yeah, and it also sounds like if you're if you really are holding up others to the bar of your late husband, that may mean that you need to do some more work before you are. I mean, you can still get out there and you can still date mm-hmm. and everything. But it sounds like you still have some more processing to do. Yeah, that's the good word for it. Yeah, processing. so I mean, and, and you're going to. You're going to do it for a while. Because, <laughs> right. the, you know, I'll tell you this. Um, you know, time doesn't heal all wounds, and it won't. Mm-hmm. Um, and the truth of it is, is that, no. Um, you'll always have that sadness. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't go away. Right. So... But what time does is time makes it a little easier to put in a box and put it up on the shelf. Now, sometimes that that box will come down and fall on its own. But for the majority of the time, you're able to put that up into the box and it sits on the shelf. And, you know. Um, and also, if, you, if you're looking to recreate, if you had a really great relationship with somebody mm-hmm. and you really adored them and you really connected and everything... Don't think that you're going to walk into another relationship like that. Every mm-hmm. relationship is going to be different. Oh, yeah. It can still be, you know, uh, one of the great loves of your life, mm-hmm. but it is going to be different. Oh, and, it'll always be different because there's different people involved. Right. So, well, yeah, but... Well, the energy that you had with your late right. husband. Yeah. You're, you're never going to have... You're never going to find that energy again. The energy will be a new energy. Right. And that new else. energy, you you have to be ready to be open to that new energy receptive. to be able to connect with it. Yes, receptive. That's a good word. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, just some thoughts. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I, 
you know, I, I wouldn't suggest, you know, uh, making a point to go, get out, um, but just get out. Yeah. You know, as far as like, uh, and I mean, making the point of getting out to date. No. Make the point to get out and just be with others. You know, it all starts there. Right. Exactly. So, thank you for writing in, Stan. Yeah, Stan. All right. Um, what we got here? We got a thing fun, and we got some outer court. We got some. What? What is this? Okay. So, hey, here's a question for you, Lee. Oh. <clears throat> um. Let's see. LGBT. Okay. So this came in and said. Now this is something we've kind of talked about, not on the show, I don't think, mm-hmm. but. Uh, this uh, this was a Twitter person, and I won't name who they are, uh, just for their anonymity. But they said the queer community, queer youth, uh, being uncomfortable. Okay, yeah, yeah. Just making sure that I have the right one. Okay, uncomfortable with kinks at Pride is not homophobia. Uh, kinks at Pride may have been fine if this was still the 1900s. We're adults. We're we're adults. We're the only ones attending Pride. Not true. But this is not the 1900s. No more. And kids uh, are way more involved in celebrating our identities. Not even all LGBTQ adults are completely comfortable with seeing kings at Pride. There's nothing stopping you guys from adjusting and having after-events strictly for adults who want to partake in that. Y'all need to adjust for every queer person feels comfortable attending. Mm. So this is the age-old question. We've run into this a number of times at our Pride, where we had a Pride that celebrated everybody. The leather people had a booth. The beers, bears had a booth. There were beer booths. There was, you know, whatever. But nobody was running around, you know, completely naked with their mm-hmm. things flopping out or anything else and then along all of a sudden one year came some people that were very prudish and said oh no everything in a box and we're going to have a children's area and we're going to have a couple's area mm-hmm. and we're going and then the community just went oh you remember that i remember that very well so, they, they they put the uh, the kinks and the perverts into a little cul-de-sac yeah. and roped it off and put curtains up everywhere like they were some kind of dirty secret. Uh-huh. And then, you know, they put the children's area over here where nobody used it except, you know, one little kid who was, you know, Their parents crayon. didn't want to deal with them, so they Exactly. Them. They dumped them on the local, you know, uh, scary lesbian. It's butterfly painting thing. Exactly. And they're like, come here, I'll paint your face. And then... <laughs> the kid... <laughs> so, but, um, and then a whole bunch of gay boys were like, paint my face first, you know. <laughs> and uh, like, you're kinky, go away. <laughs> exactly. You get behind the curtain. <laughs> you behind yeah. the curtain. Yeah. They will paint your face there. Right. And, um, but I wanted a butterfly. No. Uh, well, you get semen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, it was just, it was so stupid. It was like, we spent all these years trying to be out and proud of who we were and mm. you know nobody really was in at least in our pride mm-hmm. you know yeah, acting I mean, completely inappropriate and then suddenly we're like no you guys are the dirty little secrets and now you, you know only the couples with kids can walk around mm-hmm. in, in the open air where people can see us and the rest of you we're going to hide because we're ashamed of you and for god's sake 
leave the drag queens locked up at home. That's right. It was just so... There was a special place for the drag queens. It was oh. such bullshit. On drag race. But um, anyway, yeah. I don't know. I don't share that, that one gal's perspective. Um, if you have a committed community who is not, you know, being... Uh, it it kind of reminds me, like, in San Francisco on the Castro. Last time I was there, there were still men walking around naked. Now, mm-hmm. that was a little, you know... So, remember, we were sitting at that cafe, at that restaurant. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And there was a, a mom, dad, and, and a son. Uh-huh. And the son had to have been, like, maybe, I would say, six or seven. Yeah. And exactly. they're, dressed, they're dressed really nice, adorable, mm-hmm. Abercrombie and Fitch models all the way. Uh-huh. You know, actually, not even... L.L. Bean. Mm-hmm. They were just, like, thir- you know... Thermal hats, you know, uh, right. beautiful jackets, you know, the whole bit. They were yuppies. So they were yuppies. walking down the street, coming one way, and mm-hmm. there was two naked guys walking the, uh, you know, they were about to, like, meet each other at the corner. Uh-huh. Not knowing, not seeing, and that poor little seven-year-old kid looked up <laughs> and saw those naked guys uh-huh. and did not know what the hell to do. Mom had to, like, grab the, <laughs> grab the son and you know, you know, started him walking because he was so flabbergasted <laughs> at the sight he was seeing. I mean, granted, everybody's got to be sensitive to like, you know, hey, you know, maybe I shouldn't go out in this thing that's showing my dick. You know what I mean? But we, yeah. we have to put it out there that you know people need to be you know ready for some challenges when you're in a community setting because not everybody's going to match your. Energy, your style, your belief system, your moral compass. And yet I will also flip that around, though, Mm. in that one of the things that was so great about the Castro area and San Francisco was there weren't restrictions. Women could walk around without shirts and bras on. Guy, you know, everybody could walk around naked if they damn well choose, although there's an ordinance now that they have to have, like, one... Cut something covering. They have to have like a sock on, or I don't know something. Yeah. Oh, that's right. But, the guys were in socks, though. They were. They weren't completely naked. Remember, they were in socks. Right. But so it still was. Yeah. Rather so, but the thing, the thing is, is that you're also talking about a a family that is coming into the heart of the gay community, a straight family. They're coming into our space. We're not going into their space and saying, "Look at our socked penises." You know, they're coming into a specifically gay place where there are uh, shops that are openly having dildos and everything else in the window because they're, you know, this is a a gay space for gay adults and they are walking through in their yuppie uniforms with their little child. And the parents did not seem like they were freaking out. They just steered, covered his, averted his gaze and walked around. So... You know, where where are our safe spaces? Because this was our safe space, and now we're we're supposed to go in the hole and go underground and not, you know, be gay in our own space. Except you can fly a rainbow flag. Mm. You know, where is our culture? Why is our culture disappearing? Because we're now able to assimilate into a happy uh, monogamous, straight aligned marriage. You know, it's like, and so that's what I feel about pride with this. Yeah, okay, you 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 don't feel comfortable seeing 
shirtless people or a Leatherman. Mm. You know, uh, oh my God, it's a Leatherman. Well, then stay in the family area. Mm -hmm. But why should we have to, you know, not celebrate all aspects of our computer, you know, our, our culture as long as it's not like, you know, we don't need sex acts everywhere. That stuff, okay, I I get. We mm. don't need that. Mm. But if somebody's walking in leather gear, and this person is going to be like, oh my god, save the children, mm. that's bullshit to me. Well, I mean, if you go to a Folsom Street Fair, which if you don't know what well, a Folsom yeah, Street Fair is. Well, yeah, but if you go to a Folsom Street Fair, you're not taking your kid with you. Well, let me tell you. So the last oh, couple Lord. times I've been to Dory Alley and, and Folsom Street Fair, um, which is the leather fair. Um, in San Francisco, mm-hmm. typically rigged towards the LGBTQ uh, community, um, um, there's always baby carriages and people carting children around those 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 areas. Now, let me remind you too that also during this period, because this is considered a leather event, you have daddies, you know, having their you know uh, their boys sucking dick on the street, and mm-hmm. you know. Got you know people you know doing naked twister and uh, mm-hmm. you know spanking each other and, and there's the porn companies and there's things companies, because this yeah. is a specifically adult mm-hmm. exactly so I'm event. saying that this person is not unique as far as like there's going to be both sides of that spectrum there's going to be right you know, the people who are bringing their kids to a leather event and mm-hmm. then there's going to be the people that are like oh my god that man's in tight leather oh my god the children you know yeah um, so I mean there, there's just uh, that's the problem with, but see, that's the problem for, um, you know, like the state fair. You know what I mean? There's women are walking through in like, you know, bikini tops that are barely, you know, stamps over their nipples that, you know, mm-hmm. there's always going to be some, you know, um, Gertrude, you know, from church, you know, who's going, oh my God. And as long as she's not holding hands with another woman, apparently it's all right. That's right. You know that dighty do. Yeah. So, anyway. It, so, anyways, yeah, the, the, I don't know. That comment's ridiculous. That person's uh, silly. Yeah. So, so uh, that person is not uh, in touch with their own sexuality. No, and and I can see that with um, and, and I would uh, oh gosh, I would I'd be interested to know more about this individual who posted that because I have a feeling that it's probably an individual who's doing the whole. Um, they're probably not technically, you know, in a particular phase or area of the community. Yeah, I have a feeling that they're probably somebody who is, uh, from what I can tell, probably somebody who's like genderqueer, intersex, uh, you know. Well, I'll, I'll, I don't want to say, I don't want to assign them as female or lesbian, mm-hmm. but they seem to have that young, lesbian, what, angry What feel. I've noticed lately, mm-hmm. I'm going to say this. Okay. It's not going to be too popular. Everybody, get your emails ready. Ouija yes. at, no, <laughs> So uh, what I've noticed a lot of mm-hmm. in our community is a lot of people who don't necessarily fit into the straight community, mm-hmm. but they want to be different. Right. And um, right now what I've noticed is there's a lot of people that aren't necessarily LGBT, mm-hmm. but there's a lot of people that are like, I'm non-binary and you're, this is my community too. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I've been noticing a lot of the non-binaries, mm-hmm. which are usually, and I'm going to say it, Typically, your average girl, young woman, um, who is non-binary, mm-hmm. and they want to be part of, you know, part of a culture, too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I'm seeing a lot of that out there, you know? 
and that's cute, but then they come in charging, you know, well, I don't want to see this, I don't want to see that. Right. Well, and that's the thing, is there? it's not that they want to come in and they want to add to our culture, mm. which is a good thing. Mm-hmm. Add to our culture, show us who you are, mm-hmm. make your space, and let us, you yeah. know, celebrate your space. Instead, these younger people want to erase our part of the culture. They want to... Cancel areas. Well, you want to say cancel. I don't necessarily see it as cancel culture. I see it as basically erasing who we were and what we fought for, which was for them to be able to do this without being Mm -hmm. harassed or hurt. Ridiculed. You know, to be open about who they were without fear. Mm -hmm. Only when they're doing that, they're coming in and they're looking at all the things that they don't like which is the sexual part of who we are. Well, guess what? If it weren't for the sexual part of who we are, we wouldn't have a community. Mm. We wouldn't need it. Mm-hmm. So, and it's all going, oh, we're, we're going to, th- like right now, we're, we're looking at uh, our local institution here who has our gay periodicals deciding which ones that aren't good enough for them anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, uh, what? Mm-hmm. You know. So, anyway. Annie, who's the It's now. a bigger, bigger issue than what we got. Here. Yeah, yeah. There's so, a lot going on. So, yeah, I, yeah I, I retract everything I say for another episode. Well, I wouldn't go that far. Nah. But I would definitely say, and I don't want to, and I don't think you do. Either. I don't want to minimize May's experience. No, I don't want to knock all of our wonderful intersex and our. Are angry young queer gender queer people, but it seems like the gender queer people are usually right now. They're running the show, folks. Yeah, and if you dare speak against them and say, "Wait down, a minute, bitch. don't don't not don't erase who we were and and our experiences and our part of this culture," then we get, "Oh, well, you're a cisgender white man and you're a bigot, and so this is why we need to erase." Well, they've already torn down my statue <laughs> down in Sacramento. Yeah. It was actually just a big giant dildo stuck in exactly. the, the back and, of the alley. And I was like, hey, that's mine. And yeah. they're like, yeah, it's offensive. But anyway, Canceled. if you think we sound like a, a bunch of old <clears throat> white cisgender guys, then you feel free to write us in and well, tell us I, why we're wrong. But You know what? Actually, they wouldn't be wrong because we are old white guys. Well, I'm not going to say anything. But, that's right. Uh, you don't say nothing. I yeah. canceled you. Canceled. <laughs> All right. They're out. Uh, real quick, hey, go check out uh, Bottom Daddies by Jean Valjean. Uh, I may have mentioned this book before, but it is an awesome book. It's three stories about guys doing the fuck out of their dads. Um, Bottom Daddies. Yeah. You can read it. And you can read it. Go over and check out uh, on Twitter, J-V-A-L-J-E-A-N, author, and uh, yeah. Get get a little get a little love, get a little love in your box. And tell us tell us give us a review. Yes, we want to hear and your give them review. A review. That's one of the things about Smashwords. You can leave reviews just like you do on Amazon. So go over and uh, smash give them some love. Hey, Ouija. What? Currently, LGBTQ people of color in America have a disproportionately high rate of new HIV infections. What? Wait, really? Oh. Golder Rule Services wants you to know about an important tool in preventing you from contracting HIV. What is it? Uh, Pre-exposure prophylaxis, or PrEP, is a medication proven to be 99% effective. 
when preventing HIV infection. Really? Yeah, it just doesn't stop dogs from barking. If you think PrEP may be right for you, visit your local social health oh, clinic. I'll have to check that out. Yeah. And you can also go over to BigGaySexShow.com and leave us a comment. Send us your feedback at show at BigGaySexShow.com. Give us a call at 408-692-4827. Once again, 408-692-4827. And please use the code word Ouija's Butthole <laughs> when calling. Which apparently he doesn't use anymore, but whatever. Join our Patreon page at patreon.com slash pgss. Follow us on Twitter, and that's not safe for work, so do not even think about opening it there. Mm-hmm. At Matt Ouija, M-A-T-T-W-E-E-G-I-E. Read us on Reddit at r slash biggaysexshow. And don't leave us read for too long. Oh. And follow us on Instagram at biggaysexshow. And you can find all that and more over at allmylinks.com slash Matt Ouija. And that's not to be confused with allmychildren.com. Last time, I'll retire that. Stop it. Don't look at me. Don't look at me. I was just going to say, recently, all your children were shot in somebody's butthole. They all got in there and said, hey, where's the, where's the, oh shit, what's that? (laughs) (laughs) Oh shit, that is. Oh no. Oh no, I hope it wasn't. No. Anyway. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for tuning in. (laughs) Thank you so much for tuning in and we will catch you next time. Bye. Later. A network of inclusion. Unifospods.net. This show is part of the Pride 48 Network. This has been a... For fuck's sake, production.